Hey there, podpreneurs. I'm Studio Steve, and I'm happy to be here with a special interview episode with Amy Woods. I'm so excited I got the chance to interview Amy and chat with her all about content repurposing. And if you haven't heard of her yet, I'm excited to introduce you to her and to her great ideas. As she'll tell you, Amy Woods is the founder of Content 10X, which is a really tasty company that helps content creators to get the most out of their content by repurposing it. There's a particularly cool free guide about how to create an entire month of content from one podcast episode that you can access from the Content 10X website. So, what's repurposing, you ask? How do I repurpose my podcast content, and why? Well, you're about to find out. This was such a fun interview with Amy, and you're definitely going to want to take some notes. So, enough from me. Let's get to the interview. Hey, Amy. Thanks for stopping by the Pod Sound School today. Hey, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm so happy you stopped by. And I know that Veronica told you that we're big fans of your work. And it was actually having this content repurposing in mind that helped us to design the layout of the Pod Sound School. So we really appreciate the work that you do. But for those of us who don't know who you are, would you mind introducing yourself? Cool, yeah. So Amy Wood, I am the founder of Content 10X. We are a creative agency and we specialize in repurposing content for content creators, which, you know, we're going to talk loads about so I can explain more about what that actually means. I also have a podcast, the Content 10X podcast, where I help people to repurpose their content. So if we don't do it for people via the agency, then I help people um, by telling them how to do it and what we do, tips and tricks. Um, So that's what I do business-wise. I live in the UK, in Manchester, and before all of this, I actually had a corporate career for 13 years, actually, as a management consultant, and then kind of big career change. And yeah, now I am the content repurposing person, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say so, definitely the content repurposing person. And that actually segues perfectly into the first thing I wanted to ask you about, which is content repurposing. What does that mean? And what is content repurposing for people who may have not heard about it before? Yeah, sure. So there's loads of different kind of definitions of it. But when we talk about content, firstly, before we even add repurposing on the end. So content is like a, you know, a funny phrase, because it's kind of a catch all really, isn't it? But Anything that we create where we're trying to share a message with our audience. So really the way that we choose to communicate with people, whether that's creating a video, writing a Facebook article status, an Instagram post, a podcast, whatever it is, like everything that we create where we're trying to bundle up a message and communicate it in some ways is content. And then the repurposing side of it, is looking at how you originally tried to communicate that message. So how did I communicate this? Well, I chose to create a a video. So my content was video and I had a message in that video. Repurposing is, so how can I communicate that message in a different way, basically? So how can I go from sharing that message and my thoughts and ideas in a video and go to, say, a podcast or to written content or maybe I'm creating a sales page or something like that and I want to repurpose content from that so it's all about communication basically it's just about taking a message and finding creative ways to communicate it in a different format but being really mindful 
of why are you doing it? Not just copying and pasting, but where is this audience? What do they expect to see? If it's social media, what's the platform? How would I change a message from Instagram to be suitable for LinkedIn? How would I change a message for LinkedIn to be suitable for my website? So it's just about being really thoughtful about how you communicate ideas and then communicating them in different ways. And it's really, really important because not everybody listens to podcasts, not everybody watches videos, not everybody follows you on social media. So it's just a way to reach more people and connect with more people. And most importantly as well, it's about basically making the most out of all the time and effort that you've already put into something. So if you've already put lots of thought and time and effort into that podcast episode, then to go on and repurpose it, it's not as much work as just starting from scratch on creating say a video on something totally different well actually let's look at how you can get more value from the time that you've already spent creating content so it's it's just being really really smart and I think content repurposing really is like the ultimate form of content marketing because it's about being consistent with your messaging it's about making people you know know what you stand for just in different ways and reaching different people so I guess you know that's my my definition of content repurposing (laughs) (laughs) okay perfect yeah and that makes a lot of sense you know and I think it might be very easily overlooked at first especially in the planning stages to think about what content is or how to repurpose your content. And I think, you know, for a beginning podcaster who's just planning out their podcast, I could see them thinking, oh, you know, I don't need to bother with that right now. Um, After I get a bunch of episodes out, then I'll think about, you know, reaching a bigger audience or repurposing my content into something besides just the podcast audio. And so I was wondering what your thoughts are on maybe why it is important in the beginning stages to think about and to plan on content repurposing. I think it's really important because there are just so many benefits to repurposing content. So firstly, I touched on it before, but increasing your reach. So putting lots of time and effort into having all your eggs basically in one basket. So if you're putting everything onto YouTube or everything onto Apple Podcasts and that's it. It's kind of like, it is like putting all your eggs in one basket because you're just going to reach only people who are on that platform and happen to find you. So with a little bit extra, a little bit extra work, you can just reach more people. So it's expanding your reach. So I think you just need to think about why am I creating this content? And if it is to reach as many people as possible, and that might not be your intention. You know, if it is literally just to grow your YouTube channel, like, <laughs> you know, focus completely on YouTube, that is your only aim. But if you're able actually to reach as many people as possible, then it spreads that. Also, being found as well. So there's, there's SEO benefits of repurposing content, particularly if you are creating audio content and video content then you know how do we find anything these days we go to google basically and we google things so whenever we think of anything we go straight to google now google bots that they crawl the internet and bring back the results they are the good but they they're not 
brilliant at finding any kind of audio and video content because they're mainly looking for written content. So at the very least, I think anybody starting out, you must think of ways that you can at least create some written content so you can be found as well. So, you know, if you're thinking I can wait down the line, I'll do 50 episodes and then I'll start to think about this. It's a real shame because what if those 50 episodes didn't even get found because you weren't actually, you weren't actually <laughs> just, you know, doing extra steps to be found. There's no point in having, you know, 100 episodes and then thinking, hmm, I'm going to start getting these episodes found. Well, no, <laughs> start, start. so things like that, like we're just not absolutely doing loads and loads and loads and loads of repurposing but at the very least trying to repurpose your let's just focus on the audio so your audio content into some written content to be found by the search engines whether it's longer form blog posts to at least writing show notes and things like that really really important and then if there is you know if you're creating content for like for a business and you want to reach people and you want to convince them that you're the person to go with and you want them to take some action there's also this thing called the rule of seven where they say that people need to experience you and kind of get exposed to you seven times before they're going to actually take any action so if you think Hmm. about yeah if you think about that from a repurposing perspective then if somebody is you know listens to your podcast but they also you know read that post that you wrote and then they saw that you mentioned something quite similar on Facebook and it's all very aligned as well the message is very aligned maybe they see you on Instagram similar kind of message but tailored for the platform and they are a subscriber to your email list let's say and they get an email where you're talking about a similar thing too it's all repurposing you did one piece of content and then you wrote an email about it you did some social posts about it you're going to start getting to that rule of seven where people are going to start taking action and they're going to start seeing you saying those same things again saying it more than once and that's going to lead to conversions as well so things like this that they're really really important and then another important thing is connecting with people as well so not everybody connects with audio content not everybody connects with written content but different people we're all wired in different ways and and there's certain content that really we really really connect with more than other types of content and again if you if you focus on one piece of content when they just think okay what about people who connect more with their visuals let's say and um, connection again connection leads to conversion you have to connect with people so you're not you know you're not going to i'm not saying that you won't connect with people but you'll get you're you're making it easier to connect with people if you just go and create slightly different versions of your message it's all about message just about communication and your message and you're gaining authority whilst you're doing all of this as well because the more content that you're creating that's all aligned and it's you stand for something it's similar messages you build authority you know you're building authority or becoming known as the person who communicates on those topics who has those points and people will start to think yeah i'm seeing this again and again again i know who this person is i know who they stand for and they start to to warm to you which is what content repurposing is isn't it so i think like in answer to your question well should you just get going and then start thinking about it i just think no because for all reasons you know get found from the start connect with people from the start get people to take action from the start and it may be so as somebody getting started you may be thinking right I'll do two podcasts a week or something like that but actually it's important to factor time in to 
do some of this content repurposing and content promotion too. So you might actually want to reduce the frequency. It might be once a week or once every two weeks, because if you're spending three hours on the podcast, we'll actually then go and spend six or nine hours on the repurposing. It's I, I truly think it's that important that you need to not just be on a hamster wheel of new content, new content, new content, new content, but actually new content, repurpose it, new content, repurpose it. And that's what I think. We'll promote and repurpose, you know. But um, it's important to just not be on a hamster wheel of constant, constant, constant new content because you're not making the most of all the time and effort that you put into creating that first piece of content. Hmm. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. And Wow, you know, not only did you answer my question, but you also created a lot more questions. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, the next thing I wanted to get into is, you know, when you're thinking about content repurposing, like in our example, for example, the Pod Sound School, we have our podcast here and we also have a YouTube channel and a blog. Those were my first thoughts with how we could repurpose a podcast into other content. How are maybe some other ways besides videos and blogs that a person might be able to repurpose the content from their podcast? Yeah, so things that you can do. So let's say you have an audience on Instagram, because I think, firstly, it's really important to know where your audience are. So don't go putting lots of content onto Facebook if you don't think your audience are there or onto Instagram. So know where your audience are. And then uh, let's start with Instagram. So what, what kind of content? Firstly, creating graphics with the title of the podcast episode or new podcast episode live, but just interesting on-brand, engaging graphics, announcing that your podcast episode is live and writing posts, letting people know not just new podcast episode live, but actually more, tell them what they're going to get from it. So do you ever struggle with this? Do you ever struggle with that? Would you like to find this out? Hey, if you do, then... You want to listen to this podcast episode. So more about giving people the information to know that if they're going to give up their time to go and listen to the podcast episode, what they're going to get out of it versus just, hey, there's a new podcast episode, here's the link. And then asking engaging questions as well. So if there were really interesting questions that came out of your podcast episode, things that you think could spark really fun and, you know, even controversial, like debates or conversations on social, then creating some, again, some kind of quote graphics and things like that that pose questions. And I'm sure we see a lot of people doing this on set on Instagram, but it works. Like people, you know, we do that for our clients as well. We choose really interesting questions that come out of episodes and post those questions and just see the conversations going. So again, great content, great to make people aware of who you are and what you're about, and it promotes your podcast episode too. So there's lots that you can do. I mean, also just taking photographs of you, like of you guests, you know, like if you have in-person podcast episodes and making sure that you get lots lots of decent footage because photographs on Instagram work really well and otherwise your headshots, things like that. Now that's all content going on in the Instagram main kind of post in the feed. Then never neglect Instagram stories as well. So there's lots that you can do with podcasts up there. So you can create... Well, audiograms, which you can create for both the um, square for the post and also vertical ones for stories. That's where you get a nice snippet, like a 15, 20 second up to a minute soundbite from a podcast episode and pair that with an image. And there's usually an animated 
wave that goes across, isn't there? And there's a few tools that you can use for that. There's Headliner and there's a wave as well, W-A-V-V-E.com. And you can create those little MP4s. And um, but Insta stories, you can put them up there. Put it just yourself as well. Like, you know, don't forget to just let people know that people listen to you. So put yourself on camera on social. I always do that where I just at least every well, Thursday when my podcast episodes go live, I always just, you know, hold my camera up and say, hey guys, you know, there's a new podcast episode live. And again, not just go and listen to it, but if you want to find out about this or if you're ever struggling with that, then this is going to really help you. So putting yourself to camera and letting people know. Now, I know this is, this is some of this is promotion, not, you know, not necessarily repurposing, but it should just all be part of the cycle of creating the content. Go to Insta Stories, create visuals and graphics, create audiograms. You don't have to do it all at once, because it, but, you know, try and at least do some of this and just be regular all the time. Um, creating polls, things like that as well, fun things going on in, in Insta Stories, like you could create. Again, if there was some kind of interesting debate or some kind of question that was going on in a podcast episode, then put it to a polling into stories you know but then tell people afterwards this was discussed you know fully in this podcast episode so it's all just what did you communicate and how can you communicate it in those kind of bite-sized ways on social but then remembering as well that whilst you can do all of this as a bit of a promotional activity when your podcast has just gone live and in, in the days and the kind of the week or so after it's gone live always remember unless it was a completely non-evergreen topic like it was really just about what was going on that week like a topical show then this content is going to live on so you know don't assume in two months time that people remember that episode 10 two months ago helped people solve this problem because they'll, they'll still have that problem in two you people still that problem will still exist <laughs> <laughs> If it's evergreen and it's a problem that exists, always remember you can bring these up again, you know, like you can look through and, and you can you can look as time goes on and, and you have a, a show and you can start to see what people are consuming most of, you know, look at your analytics or in your, your podcast analytics or blog analytics and you'll see what's really popular. They're probably the problems that people suffer with the most if that's the kind of show that you have. So that's where you can just keep bringing this content up as well. You know, you can share that content again. You're not going to bore um, people and people are going to get annoyed with you because that was ages ago. Because if they're just evergreen topics, then you can keep letting people know about it as well. Just, you know, don't, don't, consider it to just go in this like dusty old cupboard and and, yeah. <laughs> and but I think you need to use social for more of those that that's where you can get a discussion going that's where you can go from the longer form content that people don't necessarily engage with but get lots of value from so where can we actually get some discussion going on this and respect the platform I just talked about Instagram but then you know whether it's Twitter whether it's Facebook Twitter's even more conversational so think even more of the kind of conversations that you can get going LinkedIn as well you know just think about why people are there what would they expect to see what was the key message and how can I just kind of wrap that message up in the most engaging way for for that to those platforms and then see your the people that follow you will be reminded that there's this podcast episode and and go and listen to it it's like you'll warn people but then cold people who've never found you before will start to warn to you on social and, and convert over to the show mm, i like that i think that's really valuable information and 
you know, it's definitely a, a process. And I know, I think back when I first started podcasting, I never thought about any of this. And, you know, but it's still such a concern of most podcasters after they get their audio under control, after they get their show under control, is how do I reach more of an audience? And I think that content repurposing is a direct answer to that question. But one last thing I really wanted to talk about with you when it comes to content repurposing is branding. You know, and I notice specifically when I look at your content, you know, your website and your YouTube and your Instagram and your blog. Yeah. I really like your blog page a lot because it's all when you see your content, you can see you can tell that it's you. The content 10x is all very recognizable across each platform. And I thought maybe you could share maybe some quick tips or ideas on branding. No, uh, it's so funny. This week's podcast episode is actually about consistency and branding with uh, your content. Because when I talk about repurposing, obviously, I'm talking about putting content into different places. And I just think it's so important because when I mentioned before as well about the rule of seven and people need to be exposed to someone for seven times to start to take action you have to know that it's the same person each time like you have to be recognizable on all of the different platforms and branding is so important so when you are creating you know different say visuals like say you say like you know your podcast artwork and then youtube you'll have thumbnails and instagram you might have graphics and so on just really do put some thought into having consistency so at the very least putting your logo you know having a logo and making sure that you always put your logo onto the content that you create and then thinking about the you know the colors that you use and just being very very consistent because you want to be instantly recognizable that's so important so create content that fits with the platform particularly so social media you can't well you can just create one graphic and post it onto different platforms but it's smarter to actually create it in the right size for that platform, you know, square for Instagram and portrait for stories and things like that. And you can use tools to do things like that, you know, resize things, but just making sure that whilst it's fit for platform, more importantly, like it's recognizably you, because there's no point in doing all of this, but people don't realize that, oh, you know, that post that I read on LinkedIn, and now I'm seeing this video on YouTube, it's the same person. If they're not connecting the dots, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a loss. It's a lost opportunity of everything we were saying about building authority and all, all the rule of seven, because they don't even know it's the same person. So, so important to just stop and think, you know, what, what are my brand guidelines? I really recommend just sitting down and working out you know what are your brand guidelines what are your brand values you know how do you want to that to come across in your content and at the very least what's my stamp how do people know it's mine the colors the logo and just putting that extra time in and like you said you know whilst it can be a little bit overwhelming um, try not to do everything like for example on social media try not to maybe focus on every single platform but just try and focus on one or two at first and focus on these points of looking consistent across looking at your branding looking at your logos and things like that and just will people instantly know that it is me ask that question yeah and then as you grow you can expand to different mediums and different platforms yeah. maybe you don't have to have a youtube video to start with and you can hit youtube later yeah exactly. uh, yeah and i like that i think that um that's part of what we're trying to do here is urge people to take themselves more seriously not only do we want to raise the bar with audio production which is why it's called pod sound school mm -hmm. but we also want to 
you know, I think a lot of times people think that it's, they want to express themselves, but you never really know who's listening and whether or not your podcast becomes the most popular podcast on iTunes or Spotify, uh, you might get business opportunities out of it. You might get, you never know who you're going to reach, you know, it's really incredible. You know, here I am talking to you in Manchester and I'm in Utah, you know, it's, it's just, it's really cool, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, a lady who I um, interviewed on my show who I met at Podfest event a couple of weeks ago, Emily Prokop. I mean, she has a, a, a show and little did she know that a book publisher was listening to it and really liked it. And then, you know, out of the blue, she got someone getting in touch with her saying, I, I think there's a book out of this podcast and they offered her a publishing deal. And before, you know, then she became a published author and it was all from one listener. You know, I, I don't know how many listeners she you know had but even if she only had a few hundred listeners or something like that one of them was a book publisher and she becomes a published author so you never know who's listening do you that's what yeah you really don't and it's cool you know i love what you said about it it's about you know ideas it's about communication and and thinking about your artwork or your content in terms of communication is is a good way of looking at it like i'm not just limited to the medium of podcasting yeah it's more of an idea that's yeah. out there and I, I think it's really good to focus on one like i think you know become a great podcaster and and focus on you know great sound and and a great show and a great format and it's really good to focus like on one don't focus on having the best youtube channel the best podcast the best blog the best focus on one but just know that from that focus on great quality content with great quality content there can become so much other great quality content because it's coming from quality so your repurposed content will be great because that original source is great and the time and effort went into it, quality went into the message, into the production. If that's good, what you create off it will be great. So, you know, just focus on one, but then then look at how you can expand it. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know, and there's just obviously so much valuable information there that we can't cover in a single podcast episode. But I, I think for our podcasters, they don't have to be overwhelmed because the information's out there and they can take their time and just keep building upon their enterprise. Uh, but speaking of the information being out there, they can come and visit you. And so I wanted maybe to finish up, if you could tell us how we can find you, how can we keep learning more from you? So I think the best thing to do is just to go to my website, which is um, content10x.com. And the links to all of my social, my podcast is on there. Everything that anyone needs to know is basically just there. Just head to content10x.com. Yep, content10x.com. I'm a regular visitor of Content10x. And it's really cool because everything's there if you want to access your podcast and subscribe to your podcast. If, you know, on your commute, you want to get some good listening and some informational, educational content, and it's perfect for that. But then what I like about it a lot too, you know, you mentioned people's brains are wired differently. I'm a reader. I like to receive my informational content in written form. So the blog's there and you have all these great guests and great episodes. So it's really cool. You can click on those and you do such a good job of highlighting and organizing the episodes in written format. Yeah, it's just really cool. So, you know, and I really just, again, want to express my gratitude so much for coming by and sharing your wisdom with us here at Pod Sound School. We're really just trying to find resources for our podcasters that can help speed the process of podcasting along for them and help them reach the audience that their ideas deserve. And, you know, you're just such a valuable resource and it really means a lot that you came by and talked with us today. 
Well, I really appreciate that and I'm, I'm just happy to help. And yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch, then just get in touch with me through the website and yeah, keep on repurposing. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I love it. And you know, again, Amy, thank you so much for coming by today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. Oh, 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 oh,